Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, the division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and Video Series, where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, I am inspired by a recent email that I got from a client that I think is, is extremely helpful for uh, many of you who are thinking about what can we do right now in the midst of what's happening as this pandemic uh, is sweeping across the globe? How can we innovate? How can we continue to uh, you know, reach our consumer base, reach our membership base um, with virtual products? So today, the topic we're going to talk about is how to launch a virtual learning area or membership in membership engagement area on your website. So first of all, what is a virtual learning area or membership engagement area on your website? I mean, quite frankly, it's really a place where people are able to log in. Uh, and, and just with that, you've got to think about what that means. That means a personalized experience, which we all know in, in today's age, even before COVID-19 hit, we were all immersed in a personalized experience, meaning that we all had our own Netflix channel with the movies that we liked, our own personal preferences. So when you create a virtual learning environment or a membership engagement area for your website, what you're really doing is creating a personalized experience for that end user. So. What we're going to do today is we're going to jump into really kind of nine step-by-step -step things that you need to think about as you're planning to launch and develop a virtual learning area or membership engagement area for your website. So <clears throat> number one, uh, set your goals for what you're going to do uh, as it relates to this virtual learning area or membership engagement. I think that's so important. Because many times we, we, we jump very quickly at the new shiny toy, but we don't really put any measurements behind it. In other words, if we are going to look back from this point, you know, 90 days or 120 days later, are we going to be able to measure the effectiveness? Did we have some goals as it relates to, you know, what did we want to accomplish by uh, launching this virtual uh, engagement or learning space. Number two is identify the challenges or obstacles of adoption of your member base or your customer base. So, you know, do you have a young audience? Do you have a, you know, a 60 plus environment or, or age group demographic that's used to, uh, you know, that's part of your membership or customer base? How are they going, are they going to have challenges trying to get on, right? Like, if you need a manual, then it's too hard. It has to be simple. So identifying those challenges up front and, and kind of listing those is important as you begin to prepare for uh, the development and launch of this space. Number three is gather support of influencers within your own member or customer network. In other words, you want to find, you know, who are your cheerleaders? Who are the people you know, at, at the conference who step up or who are the, who are the, the, you know, brand ambassadors, um, you know, that always give you glowing remarks, like who are the people that, you know, are, are going to be leaders 
and gather them together and let them be a part of this process. Um, and I think that what you're going to find is that when you do that, you also want to set up, you know, again, the ask of, hey, we, we really value your input, right? We value the feedback that you're going to give us as we go to launch this product. Now, number four is determine the content. Are you going to have webinars? Are you going to have a forum? Are you going to have groups? And then within those content areas, think about a calendar of how often are we going to have them? Who is going to be the guest on them? What are the types of features that we need to have? Do we need to have a chat feature in the webinar? Do we need to have, you know, the ability for people to upload supporting documents in the forum? Like go through and really list out the functionality uh, of the content along with the topics that you're going to have. And then uh, look at a, a calendar of, okay, we, we, we think that we're going to roll out this topic, you know, next month and, and the following month. And, you know, what about first quarter of 2021 or fourth quarter of 2020? You know, really map that out for your content. Number five is when you're thinking of publishing and, and engagement, what is the strategy behind your publishing of content and your engagement? Because really publishing is all about the when and the how often. And I think that's a, 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 I know one of the things that we've worked uh, with clients with extensively on is just because you publish it on your website doesn't mean that people are just sitting around wondering, hey, I wonder what's new on, you know, uh, brand X, uh, you know, on their website. You have to progressively make sure that that content is in front of them, whether it's on social media, whether it's in your email marketing efforts whether it's a text messaging alert, um, whatever channels you have to reach them, you've got to think about the when and the how often uh, in that publishing format. Uh, and then on the engagement side, right, that's about what are you as a brand going to publish? And then what is the community that you're bringing in? What, what do you want to see them publish, right? Because if it's an engagement site like a forum, then they're going to be publishing content, the questions, the follow-up, um, you know, and things of that nature. And right now, this is the time to think about that. This is the time that you want to add on these features. Maybe the having a, a webinar section or having a, a, a member forum area, uh, you know, to really increase engagement. You know, I, I talk to associations and organizations all the time. And member engagement is top number one, one of the most difficult areas that they that they they face. And why is that? Because their members don't feel like they have the value. So providing this space answers that "what's in it for me" question that every association, um, you know, faces or or organization for that matter as well. Number six is provide gamification within this area. And what I mean by that is you know, set up a way for when people log in, they get a point or when they post, they get five points or, you know, when they fill out part of their profile, they get another five points. If you can create a gamification element into it, um, our competitive nature um, will kick in automatically and we'll get excited about it and increase the engagement opportunity. Number seven 
is consider the user experience. You really want to consider what does it look like on mobile? What does it look like on desktop? Number eight is consider a pilot program. Um, look at who are your VIP members. Think about them first. Or maybe you want to go with a freemium model, meaning you provide it for free for a certain amount of time. Maybe in the first quarter of 2021, you're like, hey, you've enjoyed this, but now it's an extra you know, X dollars for your membership to continue to do that, or you're adding on. So thinking about a pilot program and how you're going to roll it out is a great way to launch it successfully and, and have it have real meaning for your organization. And then number nine is have a 90-day review and adjustment plan. Again, if we go back to number one, it is set your goals and measure. So step number nine is actually doing the measurement, looking at your traffic, looking at your engagement, reviewing that, and then adjusting and adjusting how the, what you're publishing, when you're publishing it, and looking at these other elements. So again, these are the nine tips that I think you'll find that are helpful when you're trying to launch a virtual learning and membership area on your website. I hope you have found this helpful. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Tune in next time to one of our other episodes. We'll see you then.